Equipments and monitor section 4, 1 of 12 blood pressure measurement. Auscultation method. The auscultation method relies on the Korotkov sounds. These sounds represent turbulent flow in an artery that was previously occluded by the blood pressure cuff. There are five sounds, but only two are worth mentioning here. SPP is measured at the first sound. DBP is measured when the last sound disappears. Oscillatory method. Automated NIBP machine utilize the oscillometric method to measure blood pressure. An inflatable cuff occludes arterial blood flow, and as the cuff pressure is released, the monitor measures the pressure fluctuation that occur in response to arterial pulsations. SPP is measured when oscillations first appear, the reappearance of flow after occlusion by the cuff. MAP is measured when the amplitude of the oscillations is greatest, DBP is measured at the minimum pressure where oscillations can still be registered. The diastolic reading is most susceptible to error. The oscillatory method requires pulsatile flow so, uh, so NIBP cuff won't function in the patient on cardiopulmonary bypass or with a LVAD or left ventricular assist device. As long as the heart is not ejecting blood, these patients have continuous flow and require an arterial line to monitor mean arterial blood pressure. Factors that affect the accuracy of the oscillatory method, bladder size, ideal length, 80% of the extremity circumference, ideal width, 40% of the extremity circumference, a cuff that is too small overestimates SBP, the cuff pressure required to occlude the artery is higher with a cuff that is too small, a cuff that is too large underestimates SBP, the cuff pressure required to occlude the artery is lower, is lower with a cuff that is too large, cuff location, as the pulse moves from the aortic root towards the periphery, the systolic pressure increases, diastolic pressure decreases, and the pulse pressure widens. Mean arterial blood pressure remains constant through the arterial tree. At the aortic root, the SPP is the lowest, the DBP is the highest, and pulse pressure is the narrowest. At the dorsalis pedis, the SPP is the highest, the DBP is the lowest, and the pulse pressure is the widest. Arm positioning. Blood in the circulation behaves like a column of fluid and follows the rules of hydrostatic pressure. Let's examine how the real blood pressure differs from what you see on the monitor when the patient's heart and blood pressure are different heights. If the blood pressure cuff location is above the heart, the blood pressure reading will be falsely decreased. There is less hydrostatic pressure. If the blood pressure cuff location is below the heart, the blood pressure reading will be falsely increased. There is more hydrostatic pressure. For every 10 cm change, the blood pressure changes by 7.4 mmHg, or for every inch change, the blood pressure changes by 2 mmHg. Example, the blood pressure cuff is 10 inches below the level of the heart. What is the true blood pressure at the level of the heart? So 10 times 2 is 20 mmHg, therefore the blood pressure on the monitor falsely increases, therefore, therefore the blood pressure at the heart is 20 mmHg less than what you see on the monitor. Keep this concept in mind when the patient is in sitting or reverse Trendelenburg position. Furthermore, never measure blood pressure in the calf when in these positions. Cerebral ischemia can occur even with a normal blood pressure reading on the monitor. Complications of NIBP measurement. Pain, neuropathy, especially the radial ulnar or median, measurement errors, limb ischemia, compartment syndrome, bruising, petechia, interference with IV medication if IV is distal to the cuff. 
Do not place the blood pressure cuff over a pick line, over a bone fracture, or on a limb with an AV fistula. It should probably be avoided on patients who have had a previous axillary lymph node dissection, as this may impair lymphatic drainage and cause limb edema, although this point is considered controversial by some. You can gain a great deal of information by assessing the morphology of the arterial waveform. Here are a few general rules. Systolic blood pressure is the peak of the waveform. Diastolic blood pressure, trough of the waveform. Pulse pressure, peak minus trough. Contractility, the upstroke, stroke volume, area under the curve. Closure of the aortic bulb is the dichrotic notch. Stolting says that the height of the dichrotic notch is not a reliable estimate of SVR. Factors that affect the accuracy of the invasive method. Optimal waveform morphology balances the amount of damping with the amount of distortion from the transducer system. The high pressure flush test helps us determine this when we flush the system and observe the oscillation that results, if any. Optimally damped system, baseline is re-established after one oscillation. Under damp system, Baseline is re-established after several oscillations. SBP is overestimated, DBP is underestimated, and MAP is accurate. Overdamp system, baseline is re-established with no oscillation. SBP is underestimated, DBP is overestimated, MAP is accurate. Causes include an air bubble or clot in the pressure tubing or low flush bag pressure. Invasive blood pressure monitors measure blood pressure at the level of the transducer, not the site of insertion. As long as the transducer is at the level of the right atrium, changes in body or extremity position will not affect the accuracy of the arterial blood pressure measurement.